Are you bored with your life? Or do you feel like your life is so unpredictable that you're just treading water? All of life is made up of two things, chaos and order. The more order grows, the more it insulates itself from criticism. You see this from Carl Lentz to Ravi Zacharias. We see how the isolation of power facilitates the slow growing of darkness. The more powerful an institution is, the more it tries to insulate itself from anything that would challenge that power. Chaos creates change, but chaos is equally dangerous. This introduces the 70-30 rule. The ideal life is one that's made up of roughly 70% known and 30% unknown, 70% order and 30% chaos. This is obviously not a set number, but I wanted to quantify it because I don't like when people make statements and then don't have the courage to quantify them. Think of a Starbucks cup. It's all one color, it's beautifully and perfectly designed, and when you see it, you immediately understand it. That is order. But now let's look at the logo. In the center of the cup is Medusa, a mythical being from deep in history and mythology. That is chaos. This is one of those things that we understand but don't know we understand. As we see the chaos being surrounded by the order, that mixture is what makes it appealing to us. That as we see it, we see something that is both known and unknown. Let's talk about music. Before I started this podcast, I thought I wanted to be a professional musician. And as I studied what makes music appealing to us, what separates the bands that people follow forever and the ones that fall off, I found that it was this same formula, the same pattern. That a great album is one where it's 70% what you expected it to be, and it's 30% what you didn't know you wanted. That if an album is too much like the ones that came before it, it's boring. But if it's not enough like the things that came before it, then we don't want that either. The mixture of known and unknown, of identity and mystery, is what makes up our attraction, is what holds our attention. Let's talk about spouses. When I was trying to find my wife, I didn't really want to marry some nice church girl who only knew the interior of the Christian world. To me, that felt like fishing in a barrel. I wanted someone who shared my values, but someone who had experienced the other side of life. Deep in each of us, we long for a challenge. I believe it's for these same reasons that I attend a non-denominational church. While a non-denominational church retains most of the beliefs of Catholicism, it lacks the bureaucracy and the stagnation of Catholicism. However, this also means that it lacks the history and the tradition, but everything has a cost. If we have too much chaos, life is incoherent. We don't feel like we can trust ourselves, we can't trust our mind, we can't trust tomorrow, and we certainly can't plan for it. But if our life has too much order, we find ourselves bored. Many people today find themselves bored with life. It feels as if there are no lands left to discover and no dragons left to slay. Our safety has made us empty. Look at the world today. You can't walk in a store without the world's HOA moms reminding you to put on a mask and protect everyone from your presence. These are not the people who storm the beaches of Normandy. Life comes with risk. About one in four Americans say they struggle with going to sleep. Why is that? Because as we became safe, we became weak. And as we became weak, we gave ourselves a simulation of risk. A simulation of our actual life. 
The Marvel movies are a perfect allegory for what we're talking about here. Bloated, corporatized, and lacking any real stakes. Growing up, I often felt as though my life was sort of redundant. We were too poor for me to just take $5 million and go buy an island and see what that felt like. And we were too rich for me to not know where our food was coming from. So that land in between made it feel as though my life was redundant. That if I wasn't really here, would it be all that different? This seems to be very indicative of where many people are today. Everywhere you look, there's confusion of who we are and a loss of direction. So I want to talk about a few things that can allow us to move forward. Number one is don't be embarrassed of where you are. For much of the time that I was single, I spent that time in a delusion. That I was so embarrassed of what my life actually looked like, that I sort of lived in a daydream. I lived in sort of a fantasy land much of the time. And I would periodically come out of that, and when I would come into my reality, it was very painful. Because of how embarrassed I was. There's one thing I could go back and tell the single version of myself. It's stop feeling so ashamed for where you are. Stop being so embarrassed of who you are now. That this season will change. And when it does, you'll wish you'd have enjoyed everything. Don't be embarrassed of where you are. If you want to lose weight, don't be embarrassed. If you're 30 years old and you've never been in a relationship, don't be embarrassed. Wherever you actually are, don't be embarrassed. Your life is not over yet. And those people who are also trying to do something about where they are, the other people in reality will be proud of you just to see you in the fight. Wherever your life actually is, don't be embarrassed. Give your life stakes. Much of the misery that we experience today is because we don't feel like our life actually has any stakes. That if we lived or died, not that much would change. Why is that? Because we're too insulated. Something about us is too safe. As a result, we sit on our couches exploiting the beauties and triumphs of other people from a screen. Until bloated and aimless, we medicate ourselves from feeling anything real and try to sleep. To live in fear is to be dead already. Rather than escape into a fantasy where you're conquering the world, maybe just go to the gym. See, the thing about chaos is chaos has a certain sex appeal to it. That order does not. The discipline does not have the sex appeal of destruction. This is why, at least for me, I'm always needing to push towards order. I'm always needing to push towards discipline. Because chaos is easy. Chaos is natural. Negativity is natural. Positivity takes effort. Don't be embarrassed of where you are. Give your life actual stakes. Many young men I know are single, and the reason they are is because they lack confidence. Because they haven't earned anything. They haven't earned their own respect. Before I was married, I had to do a lot of things before I felt like I was someone worth marrying. And I knew that whether the person I married cared about my accomplishments or not, that I had to do them just so that I could hold my head up. Set a reasonable standard for yourself and hit it day after day, week after week, year after year. Give your life 
actual stakes, ones that you could actually meet, but ones that are on the edge of what you could accomplish. If we don't push ourselves enough, we get bored with life and we get depressed. If we push ourselves too far, we'll try it one time, get so hurt that we can never try it again. We need to live on the edge of what we understand and what we don't understand, of what is known and unknown, of chaos and order. And as we do, we bring the unknown into the known. Jordan Peterson in a talk was asked, if we do these things and try to get our life into some kind of order, does that mean that we will become a square? Does that mean that we'll become an ineffective, safe, weak person who never accomplishes anything? And his response is that the ideal scenario is that we are an ever-expanding square, that inside our life there is order, there is peace, there is rhythm, but that we expand, we look out into the darkness, we look out into the world that does not make sense, into the chaotic, painful, miserable world, and we take the chaos and we bring it into order, that we take things that don't make sense and we bring them into the light, and that on that edge is where life is enjoyed. Even this podcast itself, I'm going into my fifth year here, and I enjoy it more now than I ever have. After all these years, I'm finally to a place where I'm in enough of a rhythm that I kind of know how to do it. But there's enough of it I don't know how to do, that I want to keep doing it. Every day I'm reading and listening to things to try to prepare, and I'm writing down little ideas. Once I get the outline to where it's about 70% there, I leave it. Because that 30% chaos, that 30% risk, is what keeps me doing it. That if you're bored with life, that's probably because you don't embrace the things you could actually accomplish. You instead live a fake risk through screens. You vicariously live through other people. Because you're embarrassed of what your life would actually look like. And I've done this many times. If I'm ashamed of what my life would actually be if I embraced it, I must escape it. But when you do live in your reality, when you step away from the fantasy, that the actual ups and downs of your life bring with them the beauty and the pain, the risk and the reward. Don't be embarrassed of what your actual life actually looks like. Live with real stakes. One of the things I love most about marriage is not that I'm great at it and I'm perfectly suited for it and as a result it perfectly suits me. The reason I love it is because it is the hardest thing I have ever done. There is so much about it I do not understand. And when it goes well, it is so good. And when it goes bad, it hurts so bad. That it gives my life stakes. It gives me something to die for. If I could go back and be single again, something that I would do different is I would dedicate a huge amount of my time and a huge amount of my money to something that I truly believed in. There's an organization called Flash Drives for Freedom which sneaks forbidden information into North Korea so that they can break the lie that the North Korean government has over its people. This organization sneaks information in about what the world outside is like, about what freedom is like. If I could go back and be single again, I would donate a huge amount of my money and a huge amount of my time to that movement that I would get involved in this grand structure, that I would sacrifice for something. Get involved in giving your life actual stakes. Earn your respect. And third, gratitude. Gratitude is another way that we come out of feeling aimless.
that we come out of feeling dead inside. One way I experience gratitude is through history. The more we understand about history, the more we understand that everything we assume to be normal is both the good and bad decisions of the people that came before us. That when you go to church, what you think is normal there. When you go to your job, what you think a normal day is. That when you go out to eat, what seems normal about that. Everything that seems normal is actually a million good and bad decisions from the people that came before us. And that the more aware of it we are, the more aware we are that our decisions also count. That our decisions will leave a trail when we die. I recently listened to a podcast about Coca-Cola and how it was invented because the guy who made it was addicted to morphine. He was addicted to morphine because he had a wound from the Civil War. These small little things that fill in, that re-enchant ordinary things. If your life is incoherent, find ways to give it more order. For me, it was getting up earlier every day and getting up at the same time every day. That that one thing changed my mental health so much that I never went back. And if your life is too boring, find a way to give it chaos. Now, I obviously don't mean to go throw a Molotov cocktail through your neighbor's window. But if you're washing dishes and you're bored with life, listen to a podcast that challenges the very edge of what you understand. The other day I was reading a book and I was barely understanding it. And part of me thought, why am I reading this? I barely understand it. But another part of me thought, well, that's the only reason it's worth reading. That if you completely understood it, why would you waste your time? We often avoid things that challenge us because it makes us feel weak. I hope that if you're going through life right now and you feel like you have no talents, you have no gifts, you have no real direction, and you're just a big bag of meat. If you're going through life feeling depressed, feeling like you haven't earned your own respect, that you don't know why your life is worth anything that in those million tiny little victories, that every one of those stack up, and that as we earn our keep every single day, that at the end we may be left with a life that we are proud of, that we may dedicate our life to something that will live on beyond us, that we may not be safe, but we may be good.